Hello, and welcome to Let's Place, the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I am your host, Luke. It's been a couple weeks. We've uh, I, I was irresponsible with scheduling this show. I, I did a bad job of getting in touch with Chelsea. Uh, hello. It, that's and Chris, weird that you had trouble getting in touch with me because we live together. <laughs> that's true. Also, in trouble, also was irresponsible getting in touch with Crystal. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, we've got two guests with us here this time. We have got Dan. Hello. And we've got Dylan. Hello. And we're just going to do a nice a classic Let's Place episode. Nothing fancy. No fun gimmicks. We're just going right down the plate with this one. We're ranking five new games. We are ranking Thunderbirds, Mega Man Battle Network 5, Team Colonel, Pig Mock, Asphalt, and The Longest Five Minutes. I guess let's start with Thunderbirds. Uh, according to Moby Games, this is an NES game released in 1990, uh, and its description says, An evil alien named Hood wants the Thunderbirds to turn over all their vehicles to him within a 60-day time period, or Hood will bombard the Earth with meteors. The Thunderbirds figure he needs the 60 days to prepare to come through with his threat, so they decide to go looking for places which may contain his energy sources for his power. The game takes place over North America, the Indian Ocean, and Asia as you fly through doing different missions in each location. As a Thunderbird, you'll fly five different futuristic aircraft, such as a Mach 20 Thunderbird 1 rocket, the Neptune Hydro Turbojet, and the Fire Flash Atomic Plane. Each vehicle can only take three hits before being grounded. If your vehicle is grounded, it'll take three days to be repaired. These three days will be subtracted from your overall 60 days you have to beat the entire game. Thunderbirds was like an 80s cartoon, right? Yeah. It was like it kind was, of in the same... It was a puppet thing. Was it? I saw yeah, the Thunderbirds was movie for my birthday in like 2006. Oh, Thunderbirds was a fucking... Yeah, okay. It's like kind of what Team America was making fun of? Yeah, exactly. Okay, interesting. They had some weird specific name for their whole deal. It, it was... To the best of my knowledge, it was, like, late 80s. Weird. Okay. Yeah. It's... it's In my mind, it's just kind of like a knockoff G.I. Joe, basically, right? Just more bird... More airplane-focused. There was a lot of airplane stuff. It's... It, it, I know it had, like, a very famous thing where they would always have, like, this special launch sequence in their episodes. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the the whole puppet element was perhaps lost in the translation to the Nintendo Entertainment System. I guess some of these character portraits have some puppety proportions. They look really weird because they're puppets. Yeah, Um, yeah. You fly inside an active volcano, apparently there's phoenixes in there, according to these screenshots. You fight some phoenixes with your jet. I don't know, the whole, whole, like, ration out your time thing is kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of neat. I Almost do wanna... a little bit of like an XCOM thing or something. I've dug up the info, and this actually uh, aired between 1964 to 1966. Oh, wow. What? And... Why are they making a video game out of it in 1990? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this was also a time when they made games like Fester's Quest. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, huh. Oh, yeah, I remember this now, and I had to look it up just to be sure. They use, like, the special electronic marionette puppetry called Super Marionation. All right. It, it looks... In text, it does look like Super Mario Nation as one word. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's going to be the next Mario game, Super Mario Nation. That's not a joke. That's nothing. <laughs> oh. I, feel, I feel like I'm out of the... I'm out of my groove with this show. I gotta get back into this. Where are we doing? Let's let's place this fucking Thunderbirds game. We are starting at number six. Uh, okay, there's 635 games, which means that we are starting at number 317. Chelsea, how do you feel about puppets? Uh, what? <laughs> how does Thunderbirds compare to Final Fight for the Super Nintendo? It's uh, Final Fight. You do some brawling. Uh, Final Fight. All right, Crystal? I was never really deep into puppets or shmups, but I wasn't really deep into beat-em-ups either. Yeah. What kind of up one. were you into? What kind of up was I into? Yeah, if you don't like shoot em ups or beat em ups what do you want to, you know? I like the Pixar film. What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go with Final Fight because the graphics are better. All right, that's two for Final Fight. Dylan? Uh, if it was like a up against Final Fight guy, I'd go that way, but uh, I'll go for puppets. All right, uh, and uh, Dan. Uh, I I actually do really like beat 'em ups, but I'm not super crazy about Final Fight. It's contemporary Streets of Rage. I tried a, like a year or two back and felt that like it was more enjoyable, but it still looks better than this. So Final Fight. Alright, Final Fight takes it, and Thunderbirds moves down to the bottom half of the list. An interesting bit of credits trivia for this game. Yeah? The person who wrote the player's guide for this <laughs> game was also the creator of the Marvel character Star-Lord. Huh. I was really hoping you were about to tell me that he was responsible for the Marvel character Thunderbird. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Uh, Alright, that moves Thunderbirds down to 476. Dan, how does it compare to Surgery Simulator 2013? A wacky slice em up where you got a surgery on some people, but you're gonna make mistakes. This game's weirdly low. Like, I'm not saying it's top of the list material, but this seems a little low for it. Uh, yeah, it, it does seem oddly low. I understand why it could get that low, because it's... I imagine. Oh wait, didn't they do like an update where you could do operations on President Trump? Never mind, it's right where it belongs. <laughs> I didn't know that. I think that's a thing. Yeah, that sounds familiar. At least one of those games did. Uh, that sounds more like Mr. President, which is its own thing. But either way, uh, I'm gonna give it to Surgeon Simulator. I, it's a bit of a toss-up, to be honest. Okay, yeah. That's one for Surgery Simulator. Dylan? Yeah, I'd go with Surgery Center Simulator. It's more fun to have that wonky physics and accidentally kill people than puppets. Yeah. Crystal? Surgery Simulator. All right, Chelsea? Um, uh, Thunderbirds. All right, uh, Thunderbirds keeps on moving down to number 555. Five, five. Chelsea, how does Thunderbirds compare to... Whoop, I went too far. Uh, to Lost via Domus, a video game based on the hit television show Lost. Thunderbird. All right, uh, Crystal, which TV adaptation do you like better? Lost. All right, it's one for each. 
Uh, Dylan. I think I remember the old X-Play review of this. That's all the information I have for it. And with that, Thunderbirds, I guess? Alright, that's two for Thunderbirds. Dan? I'm honestly leaning more towards Lost. I'm morbidly curious what that's like and if it lives up to what it could be. Okay, okay. Well, that ties it. I remember nothing but bad things about this Lost game, and I think the Thunderbirds one sounds, I don't know, alright. I'm intrigued. I'm giving it to Thunderbirds. Uh, Which moves it up to 515. Uh, Dan, how's it compare to Shadow the Hedgehog, the edgiest Sonic game? I'm glad you asked, because Sonic... Excuse me. Both Sonic and Shadow are real and strong and my friends, and I gotta vote for my boy Shadow. He's only your friend in half of the endings. Uh, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I Dylan. have some people who... Oh, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I have a lot of friends who have a deep respect and admiration for Shadow the Hedgehog, and I stand with them. All right, all right. <laughs> Dylan? I've been on the record on this show that I will never vote for anything Sonic-related, and I'm going to stick with that hard line. You All monster. Right. That's one for each. Crystal. Shadow the Hedgehog's cool, and this game's good, so I'm going to vote for it. <laughs> All right, that's two for Shadow. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Shadow. All right, Shadow the Hedgehog wins, uh, which means that Thunderbirds moves down again to number 535. Uh, Chelsea, how's it compared to Aruberia Noatome, a.k.a. Alberia Noatome, a.k.a. Maiden of Alberia, the Beautiful Holy Knights, uh, a dating sim for the PlayStation 1 where you're a princess and you gotta pick which prince you want to smooch. The original number one game. The Princess Maker Dating Sim RPG, that one. That's one for Otome. Uh, Crystal. The Nebuchadnezzar of Let's Place, Aruberia Noatome. Run that one by me? The Nebuchadnezzar of Let's Plays? No, no, I heard you. Just I, <laughs> explain what you mean. The the ancient king. The greatest oh, king of Babylon. I see. And now it's uh, been exiled into the wilderness of the bottom of the list. Is that the idea? Yeah, you don't see Nebuchadnezzar on the dollar bill anymore. <laughs> you know? You got me there. You sure don't. Dylan? Uh, yeah, I'd smooch this cute blonde prince I'm seeing, so let's go with that. Alright, and Dan. Now that I actually know what Arborian Noatome is, despite having listened to old episodes, I yeah. think it sounds alright. Um, alright, alright. Uh, Arborian Noatome wins, and uh, Thunderbirds falls down. Oh, it falls down to number 545. Dan, how's it compare to Frozen Free Fall? It's a match three game with all your favorite Frozen friends. I'm giving it to Thunderbirds. All right. Dylan? Yeah, Thunderbirds looks like it's a game. This, yeah. Match three games are games. Barely. Mm, Crystal? Thunderbird. All right, and Chelsea? Frozen. All right, uh, Frozen takes it, and... No, no, Frozen loses, and Thunderbirds finally wins one for a change. It moves up to 540. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to General Knowledge for Dummies? Essentially an encyclopedia for the Nintendo DS. Um. 
Knowledge for dummies. All right, Crystal. I need knowledge because I'm a dummy. Hey, believe in yourself more than that. General knowledge for dummies is such a good gag gift. I have to vote for it. (laughs) Uh, Dylan? Is there any game aspect in this, or is it just? I think there's some mini games or some shit. It's a trivia game. Is the trivia game stuff? Oh, is is it okay? Yeah, and like math. All right, the general knowledge. That's fine. All right, and Dan. You know, I, despite everything, I think the Thunderbirds game just sounds like an all right game. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Thunderbirds. Yeah, I'm with you, but uh, it loses. It moves down to five forty-two. Dan, how's it compared to El Dentist, uh, the Flash game where you have to perform dentistry on uh, Disney's Princess Elsa? You know, I, it is an alright game, but I cannot compare it against a work of art like Elsa Frozen Dentist. It's got to go to Elsa Frozen Dentist. Alright, Dylan. Yeah, Matt's not here to rep his kinks, so I'll, I'll go for Elsa Dentist <laughs> as well. Great. Crystal? Elsa Dentist. Chelsea? I'll say a controversial opinion that, like, <laughs> I think Elsa Dentist is more of, like, a toy than a game. Mm. There's mm. not really... You just kind of have fun taking out her teeth and, and putting in new ones. I can't believe you'd say that on like, this, the week of Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> there's no goal in that game either. Well, I just mean there's no real goal... Right. Okay. There's fair no, enough, isn't fair there? Enough. It's to fix I mean, her teeth. Yeah, the goal is to fix her broken teeth. I guess it's true, but the game doesn't like, oh, you did it. You you fixed Elsa's teeth. That is true. There's no like, but okay, okay but l- but let me let me put this to you. It doesn't have a set ending like that because the battle of tooth hygiene is a never-ending fight. There is no end. Yeah, her teeth are fixed now, but like she's gonna have to keep brushing them. Do you feel like? If, do you think that like if real Elsa got teeth problems, she would, like, replace them with ice teeth? Oh, that sounds yes. sick as hell. Yeah, she would. Mm. Has anyone seen Frozen 2? Yeah, I have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, Luke, we, we to go ta- see it. I, I kind of enjoyed it. The, I've the never watched Fro- f- I've never watched either film and probably don't intend to for quite some time. Yeah. Does anyone care if we talk about Frozen 2 spoilers? Nah, let's I'm, talk Frozen 2. I think we can get into some Frozen 2 spoilers. Well, at the end of the movie, Elsa becomes like a goddess, right? Basically. Holy shit. How does that affect her dental She basically hygiene? becomes like the ultimate sorceress of all nature magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's still spirit. a human being, though, so she still has teeth, and she doesn't have any, like, dauntomancy to do, like, dental work on herself. I... I interpret the movie as she, like, died and was reborn. No, I don't think that's true. Because she was, like, frozen. Right, she gets frozen, but then she gets thawed. And then she becomes, like, this glowing goddess, the fifth nature spirit. Right. Her teeth are still decaying? So, yeah. Mm. I mean... I I think she's still human. I I I, think she's still human, too. I mean, if... I don't really... The thing is, like, certain pantheons, like, gods are fallible and can have right. health problems. I love that story from mythology where Zeus goes oh. to the dentist. Oh, Lu- it's Lucas happening is here. again. Oh. <laughs> I bumped the cord on my mic and I think it makes my voice lower. 
and I've, I'm worried if I play with it too much, it'll mess things up. So, yes, hello, I guess I'm low-pitched for the rest of this episode. Oh, Welcome, yeah. lower-pitched Luke. That's big new Lucas. Host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard a bigger Luke theory? Here's lower-pitched Luke theory. I don't know, that's nothing. I'm not funny today. I picked a bad a day to time. record this. Very funny. <laughs> Alright. Anyhow. Well, let's move on. <laughs> uh, it lost to Elsa Dentist? Yes, it lost to Elsa Dentist. Uh, which means Thunderbirds is moving down to 543. I never voted. Oh, how do you vote? Thunderbirds. I... But you were so pro-Frozen on Frozen Freefall. I was, but I also was making the argument. I'm not sure if the, like, Elsa Dentist is a game so much as it's a toy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you already Chelsea, put it in? Ha- well, it, it, it lost no matter what. Oh, okay. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Chelsea, how does uh, Thunderbirds compare to Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh? An FMV adventure game about psychological horror and fucking <laughs> Thunderbirds. Crystal, how about you? A puzzle of flesh. I wonder if I pitch my voice up intentionally, if it can come through as normal yeah, for you, you guys. How yeah, do I sound now? Kind of. Really? <laughs> I mean, I can go higher if I need it to. No, how does this sound? <laughs> It, it still sounds altered, but closer to normal. Okay, okay. Well, I can I can just stick with this for the rest of the recording. I'm go. I'm not going to, but I could. Yeah, please stick with Deep Luke. I enjoy this sound. You've got it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, Chelsea, you voted for uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, yes. Alright, Crystal, Phantasmagoria, or Thunderbirds? Phantasmagoria. Alright, that's one for each. Uh, Dylan. You know, with you saying fucking in that deep voice that sold me on Phantasmagoria. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Dan? Uh, if this were Phantasmagoria 2, maybe? I heard that game's actually This is Phantasmagoria right. 2. Th- that's what this is. Oh! Then Phantasmagoria. I thought it was... Alright. I can't. I just wasn't sure if this was the first or second game. Yeah, it's the second. It just doesn't have a two in the title. Okay. Yeah, I heard two is a pretty alright game. Like it had, it was pretty distinct for a game from its era having like a protagonist who was gay, and that and that's not like made at his expense or anything, to my knowledge. Was he? I've watched a playthrough that I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. I am saying I don't remember that part. He has, like, a long-distance boyfriend. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Phantasmagoria wins, which means that uh, Thunderbird's moving down for one last comparison. Dan, how's it compared to Evilites, uh, number 544? Uh, it's like a little Flash game where you got little, like, minnow sea monkey guys, and I don't know what you fucking do with them. I don't know. It's been so many years since this got placed. Who cares? It's Evil Lights. Hmm. Sea monkey sounds interesting. Uh... Yeah, I got no idea what this game is like, so I'll go with Thunderbirds. Alright. Dylan. 
Uh, looks like a, a cute little life simulator thing for Evil Lights. I'll, I'll go with that. That sounds better than horrifying puppets. Oh, it's that's... a life sim? Actually changed my vote to that. Alright, that's two for Evil Lights. Crystal. Evil Lights. Chelsea. Uh, let me... I was looking for Evil Lights on the list. Let me just take a look at this. Uh, Thunderbirds. Yeah, it, it reminds me of Flow. That game, Flow, for the PlayStation 3. It reminds 3. me of the minigame in um, War, uh, WarioWare. Was it? What's that game? War yeah, WarioWare. Okay. Just making sure that was the right title. Yeah. Like the like the DS one where you could touch it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Little little things inside the the beaker and you can look at it in the microscope with the microscope or a that magnifying makes glass. Yeah. How do you vote? Uh, uh, the Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Okay. Uh, Crystal, you said Thunderbirds, right? I said Evil Lights. You said Evil Lights. Okay. Evil Lights wins then. This looks like virtual um, uh, sea monkeys. Yeah, it's pretty like a, much. A PlayStation uh, Mini. Do you remember those? Kinda. They were like, they were. They're called minis because they're all supposed to be like under a hundred megabytes. They were released for the PS3, but they were also for the PSP, but were also compatible with the PS3. They're like PSP indie oh, games, weird. basically. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well. Anyway, with that, uh, Thunderbirds is placed at number 546, was it? Uh, no. 545. Right above Frozen Freefall, right below Evil Lights. Congratulations, Thunderbirds, I guess. I don't know why anyone made you. That, yeah, that's a good place. Good, solid place. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, with that, we're moving on to game number two. We've got Mega Man Battle Network 5 Team Colonel. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, this came out in uh, 2005 for the Game Boy Advance. It was re-released on the Wii U. Lan and Mega Man return in the fifth entry to the Battle Network series of games. In this sequel, a mysterious group is distributing dark Navi chips in the hope of corrupting Navis worldwide. Lan and his friends must storm the dark chip factory and put a stop to this problem before it becomes any worse. The game uses an RPG-style overworld in which Lan and Mega Man navigate and interact. In the real world, you control Lan and can interact with objects and talk to people. When you need to enter cyberspace, you jack in and take control of Mega Man. Mega Man must also battle viruses in addition to navigating through the internet. This is done with a combination of action and turn-based battles, where you select powerful chips to give you an edge each turn. Each turn, Then use the chips and dodge shots in real time. The game also features liberation missions, which are more traditional turn-based style of play. In this mode, you must liberate dark tiles on your way to confront the boss. Liberation missions play somewhat like a complicated game of chess, with the player actually fighting the battle between the pieces. Unique to this version of the game is the ability to play as Colonel partway through the story. The game can also link up to Mega Man Battle Network 5 Team Proto Man to trade and complete your battle chip collection. Certain chips are only available in one version of the game. Okay, so based on your reaction, Crystal, I assume you are a Battle Network person. Yeah, it's the only Mega Man I care about. Is anyone else here a Battle Network person? Love Battle Network. I played... Alright, alright. I played one of the... I think I played Battle Network 2 on an emulator in high school, and I really enjoyed that. Okay, alright. 
Crystal, explain to me Battle Network because I so, never played one. Like I said, it's kind of a, a chess-based, uh, turn-based tactics thing. But then when you get into the battle, it goes into this like three by three grid on each side, and you move around on the grid to dodge attacks while also shooting your laser beam at the enemies. And there's RPG elements. You level up. You upgrade mm-hmm. your Mega Man with different items and such. It's like an action RPG Mega Man. Okay, that sounds neat. Uh, hey, why would anyone buy Colonel version when you could buy Pro? What's the other version? Proto Man. Whoa! Oh my God! Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the definitive version would be the DS version, oh. which combines elements. Mm, I, can you really add to Proto Man, though? I feel like you can only subtract from Proto Man. What's what's so good about Proto Man? He's got that cool scarf and those cool sunglasses that he wears over another pair of sunglasses. And he He's does that cool, cool whistle whenever he appears. Wait, actually, what does ProtoMan.exe look like? Because I... Oh, that's a good point. What does Proto Man EXE look like? I'm just thinking like? of classic Pro. Okay. Uh... Oh, oh. He's not. This is not a Proto Man. This is a fucking Zero. This, he's got a laser sword and Zero hair. This is not a. This, hmm. Hashtag not my Proto Man. I, I'm really glad you made a complete 180 when I brought that up. I disagree with calling this character Proto Man. Wait. <laughs> Are Proto Man and Zero different guys? Yeah, yes. Why do they look the same? Because Zero fills a similar role in the hey. X series that Proto Man did. But he's not as cool. He's a dumb anime boy. Wait, when you okay. play as ProtoMan.exe, are you playing as Chod in this instead of Lan? Oh. I guess that was more directed towards Crystal. Hmm, what was the question? says you can play as Proto Man halfway through. Do you play as Chod instead of Lan when you do that? I wouldn't know. I haven't played this one. Oh, good. I haven't played this one either. I've only played three. <laughs> I only played through one. <laughs> but they're all the same game. You know how it is. Great. Just like all the Mega Man games. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking at Colonel. No, see, okay. Uh, He looks kind of badass. I mean, once they started, once they started splitting like this, is when people started mm-hmm, thinking they mm-hmm. were bad because it made it significantly harder to get through the game. I'm looking up Colonel. Sigma. Colonel Battle Network. What do we got? What do we got? What's this? What's this guy look like? Oh, he's kind of like a base. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's better than Protoman.exe. Look up Base.exe. He's like the main boss in a bunch of them. He's real fun. Alright, yeah, let's see what base.exe looks like. This is just what we're doing now. That's just base. They didn't change him uh, at all. They gave cape, him a cape, yes. and that's it. <laughs> Everyone else is a very different design, and base is just base. His story is cool. I like base. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything to do with five. He's the main villain of three. Gotcha. Yeah, no, but Crystal, Proto Man was the original super fighting robot that Dr. Light made, but he had a bunch of design flaws, which left him very vulnerable, and his power core is unstable, which means he's in constant pain all the time, and he ran away from Dr. Light to wander the Earth and find himself, because he was granted sentience, 
and eventually comes back uh, to help mentor Rockman. Meanwhile, Zero was a robot created by Dr. Wily. Then he had like the Sigma virus, I think. I don't actually play that many X games, so I don't know. But, but like, I think that's the thing. He's like the original, he's like the typhoid Mary for the Sigma virus, right? Yeah, Zero was evil. He's the reason Sigma's evil. For some reason, their nature switched. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. That's got nothing to do with the game we're placing. Yeah. Uh, we are starting at game number 318. Uh, I'm still low pitched, right? Mm-hmm. Great. I wouldn't. <laughs> this is just I my life now. I try to pitch you up in post. Yeah. No, don't bother. <laughs> I mean, couldn't you just, like, temporarily stop the conversation, fix it, and then restart? Because it's not like we're recording on Skype specifically, like, we're all recording independently on Audacity. Right. No, we absolutely could do that, and we're not going to. Oh. This is just... This episode is guest-hosted by Lower Pitch Luke. Do you know what podcast you're on? That is a good <laughs> point. This... I... Alright. This whole episode is just super sexy now. It's totally fine. Oh, yeah. We're starting at number <laughs> uh, 318... Uh, Dan, how does Mega Man Battle Network 5 compare to The Fabulous Screech, a piece of interactive fiction, a whimsical story about dreams and cats and life and death, uh, told with uh, colored pencil illustrations, Aww, that, that, surprisingly that like charming really and good sweet. Game. I, you know, I both want to see these games do well, but uh, I'm going to give it to that interactive fiction game because it sounds really good. All right, that's one for the fabulous Screech, Dylan. All right, like I said, I haven't played this one, but I can. I love the Battle Network games in general. Their gameplay is fantastic and the actual stuff. So I, I'm gotta go with Mega Man Battle Network. All right, Crystal. Mega Man. All right, that's two for Mega Man, Chelsea. It was on the tip of my tongue. What's the not Mega Man? The game? fabulous Screech. Like- Fabulous Screech, yes. Fabulous Screech. That ties it. I'll, I've always kind of wanted to try those Mega Man games. They seem kind of cool to me. I'll give it to Mega Man. Uh, which bumps Battle Network 5 up to number 159. Chelsea, how does it compare to Garfield? <laughs> why is Garfield up here? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want you know to know. why. I'm remembering how there's a ladder to heaven here that you can climb. Just a bunch of shitty games right at the pivots. And that's how Barbie Horse Adventures got to where it is. Oh, right. I forgot about Barbie Horse Adventures. Uh, Chelsea, that's how it got it? I just assumed people voted it because it was funny. I mean, it's both. It had no opposition until it was nearly at the top, though. Uh, Chelsea, how does Battle Network 5 compare to Garfield? Uh, it's a game where you have to clean up John Arbuckle's house before he yells at you. Mega Man, Battlefield thing. Alright, that's one for Battle Network. Crystal? Mega Man. Alright, Dan? Mega Man. Dylan? Yeah, Mega Man. Alright, Mega Man beats Garfield. Weird. Uh, moves up to number... that fighting game? (laughs) Mega Man X Garfield, yes, give it to me. Uh, for now, Mega Man Battle Network is moving up to number seventy-nine to go up Imagine against Garfield and Smash. 
Hell yeah, put Garfield in Smash. Oh, Garfield must be in Project M as like a mod, right? Must be. I'll have to look it up later. Dylan, how does Mega Man Battle Network compare to another portable spinoff of a beloved franchise, The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes? A coopetition game where three little boys all claim to be Link and they gotta dress up in cool outfits to fight? Uh, and get money? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I do think this is very cool. I like Triforce Heroes. It's really fun to throw your friends into lava when you're trying to go through dungeons. But I'm still gonna go Mega Man. Alright, what were you saying, Chelsea? I was just gonna try to explain Triforce Heroes, but you probably actually know what the game is. I basically know what it is. Uh, uh, Dan, how about you? Uh, hmm... I honestly don't know all that much about Triforce Heroes. Seems like a fun game, but I'm going to give it to Battle Network. All right. Uh, Crystal, how about you? Triforce Heroes. You said Triforce Heroes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Zelda. All right, that ties it. I don't like people, so I'm going to vote for Mega Man. (laughs) You can play it by yourself. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm still going to vote for Mega Man. <laughs> that moves it up to number 39. Chelsea, how does Mega Man Battle Network 5 compare to One Night Hot Springs, a short piece of interactive fiction about a trans woman at a hot spring and having an experience about that? One Night Hot Springs. Crystal. One Night Hot Springs. Dylan. One Night Hot Springs. And Dan. I, yeah, I I know I'm outvoted, but I just want to know, is this game, like, is this is this transforming having a bad time or a good time? I, I assume uh, a bad time. I, 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 I think, think it's both. I, I think, yeah, it partially depends on the choices you make, how good of a time she's having. It's, like, something she wants to do, but she's anxious about it and that kind of thing. Fabi's the one who knows about this game. She could explain it better. Fabi said it made her cry, like, multiple times. I'm giving it to this game. Man. Yeah. Alright, that means that Mega Man Battle Network is moving down to number 59. Dan, how does it compare to The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, formerly the best game of all time? It's a Nintendo DS game all about Link and a train. I'm not sure if this specific Battle Network has trains in it. I assume it at least has Metropolitan Transportation? Yeah. This is hard to decide. Sure. I'm... But I'm going to go for Battle Network. All right. Uh, Dylan. I'm looking up real quick to see if there's a train man boss in this. Okay, okay. There's not. These bosses are lame. Okay, yeah, I'll go for the Hero of Trains. All right, that's one for each. Crystal. Uh, The conclusion to the Zelda series, Spirit Tracks. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Trains. All right. Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks still has a couple wins in it yet. Uh, Battle Network moves down to number 69. Uh, nice. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> that, thank you. <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion? Crystal's favorite Elder Scrolls game, and that probably means it's, you know, all right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oblivion. Uh, Crystal. Oblivion. <laughs> uh, Dylan. Super fighting data and cyberspace all right and dan 
I remember hearing a story from a year or two ago about the composer for Oblivion being human garbage. Yep. So I'm going to go with uh, Battle Network. All right. That's true. Jeremy Saul does suck ass. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go with Battle Network because Elder Scrolls games aren't very good. God, no reaction. Man. <laughs> what? I was just I was trying to... You're allowed to have an opinion. All right. I, I was just trying to get a rise. I, I, I respect your viewpoint. I kind of want to try Morrowind. Yeah, you should try it. I, th- I think if there's one I'm going to like, it's Morrowind. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Dan, how does Mega Man Battle Network 5 compare to Yakuza 0? A life simulation game about being a Yakuza man in the 80s. Uh, Dylan. Oh, I love the Yakuza franchise. I literally have a tattoo based off of it. All right. Hey, you don't mind me just plugging my friend, friends Argyle and Jordan's new podcast, uh, Podcast Gagotoku, a.k.a. Like a Podcast, a Yakuza replay podcast. I just... Oh, wow. I just want to plug that right now. No, yeah. Awesome. Alright, alright, that is two for Yakuza. Crystal. Like a Dragon Zero, the place of Oath. Alright, and Chelsea. Um, uh, Yakuza. Alright, Yakuza takes it, uh, unanimously. Uh, which means that Mega Man moves down to number 66. Chelsea, how does it compare to Street Fighter, the arcade game that launched the fighting game genre... Featuring buttons you actually had to punch and how hard you punched them affected what moves came out. Fighty. Street Fighter. Battle Network. Crystal. Battle Network. Dan. Dylan. Alright, that ties it. Uh, I'll go with Battle Network. Uh, which moves it up to 65 for one last comparison. Dylan, how does it compare to Banjo-Kazooie, the beloved 3D platformer where you're a bear with a bird in your dang backpack? You gotta go to nine magical worlds, collect a bunch of jigsaw pieces. Why am I getting this twang in my voice while I'm describing Banjo-Kazooie? Who can say? Uh, Battle Network, the final boss for Banjo-Kazooie's garbage. Alright, alright. Uh, Dan. Good. Okay, that's one for each. Crystal. Banjo-Kazooie. Chelsea. Bear and bird. Heck yeah. Alright, Banjo-Kazooie takes it, and Battle Network is placed at number 66, uh, directly above Street Fighter, directly below Banjo-Kazooie. Congratulations to Mega Man Battle Network for cracking the top right. 100. Uh, important, importantly, uh, Colossal Cave Woo! Adventure is the new number 69. And oh, damn, uh, Totally Spies, Totally Party, no longer in the top 100. No. Molly and Ashley would be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really would be. Uh, Alright, we're moving on to game number three. Pigmock. A game I know nothing about, but I saw the name was Pigmock, and I was like, well, that one's going in. This was made by HAL Laboratory in 1983 for the MSX computer. Pigmock is an action game where you, Pigmock, must catch dropped eggs and transfer them to funnels at the side of the screen. The eggs are dropped by Thunderpants. 
who are some creatures living in the clouds. Pigmock has a frying pan with which to collect the eggs. Pressing up allows the eggs to be thrown upwards, and any thunderpants hit by a red egg will fall from the cloud before eventually being replaced. <laughs> Dropped eggs will stay on the floor until cleaned up by Uncle Dustpan, who periodically crosses the screen, eating the smashed eggs. After eating enough eggs, Uncle Dustpan will grow in size and cannot be jumped. Each round of pig mock is concluded when 15 eggs have been collected. To make matters more difficult, there are mounds on the floor, which can cause Pigmok to trip and become momentarily dazed. Later levels also have a mole which attacks from below the ground. Pigmok may dispatch the mole by hitting them with the frying pan once they are above ground. Contact with Uncle Dustpan or the mole, or being hit by an egg, will cause Pigmok to lose a life. The rounds increase in difficulty by changing the number of mounds, the number of clouds <laughs> containing thunderpants, and the tenaciousness shit. of the mole. I love everything. I'm about looking that. at screenshots of this. What's going on? Pigmock. This is delightful. This is so good. <laughs> it's just a little piggy going around collecting eggs that these weird little... They look like Carcat from Homestuck and they're just hucking <laughs> eggs from the sky. They're Oni. Yeah, they are Oni, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you did okay over there, Chelsea? I'm just delighted that you thought that they looked like Carcat. I kind they of do. agree with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Sorry for being delighted. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I see the eggs hatch into chicks when you dump them in the pipes. I love. That's cute. I love this, this game's cute. This is a Howl game, I think. Yeah, I also love this. This is a, ma a magical game. Yeah, I wonder how like did fucking like Iwata work on this? I need credits for this game. The only other credit is 1983's Step Up. Yeah, it's Hal. So MSX. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this is the kind of game that probably was made by one person. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, place it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna go places personally. <laughs> Uh, Alright, it's starting at number 317. Chelsea, how does it compare to Final Fight Guy? It's like Final Fight, but you can play as Guy. Pigmock. Crystal. Butamaru Pants. <laughs> uh, Dylan. Pigmock. Dan. Pigmock, and I just want to say, I just need to say this. I think this is the quintessential Let's Play six experience of yeah. finding an utterly bizarre and long forgotten game. Right. And then immediately falling in love with it for no good reason. And bringing it to number one. <laughs> Dan... Like Heiner Braun. Dan, how does it compare to Dine Tierheim? I think this was like the vet game. There's very... There's no screenshots, which makes it hard to jog my memory. I don't want to read all these things. Player manages an animal shelter since the game is aimed at children. The most important part is to take care of the animals. It, it's it's like a sim game. It's a management game, but for an animal shelter. 
Oh, that sounds cute. I I like that. I'll go for it. Yeah. All right, that's one for Dine Tierhein. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, it's a cute animal shelter manager, but do you get to have a pig throw eggs at other weird things in the clouds? I think not. Pig moth. <laughs> that's one for each. Crystal? Butamaru pants. Chelsea? Pig. All right, Pigmock takes it and moves up to number 79. Chelsea, how does it compare to Earthbound, the classic JRPG about a little boy who saves the world from an evil alien of hate? Wait, what the fuck number are we at? 79. It got down there. Damn. (laughs) do love pigs, but it's got to be Earthbound. Crystal. Butamaru pants. It's one for each. Dylan. Earthbound gets weird, but I don't think as a pig you get to throw eggs at people in the clouds. Probably. <laughs> pig mock. Alright, that's two for pig mock. Dan? I I just have to go for Earthbound. I I feel pig mock is very in the spirit of Earthbound, but uh-huh. it's not Earthbound. It's proto-Earthbound. I could... couldn't have Earthbound without pig mock. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I do think pig mock himself would be an NPC in Earthbound. I could see Uncle Dustpan in this. Absolutely. Just a character named Uncle Dustpan. Yeah, yeah. That ties it, and I don't want to say no to either of these games. You know what Butamaru means? What's it mean? Round pig. All right, that's a vote for Pig Mock from me. No, it's... Come on. I don't believe you. (laughs) Luke, you're my hero. (laughs) Chelsea, you sounded so disappointed in me. She's like, ugh. Listen, are you get- listen? What are you doing? His name is Round Pig Pants. Listen, do you know how many great names are in Earthbound? Yeah, remind me of up an NPC list. Remind me of a few. There are tons of great names in Earthbound. Remind me of a couple. I need to be refreshed. Well, listen, it's been years since I played that game. <laughs> I'm digging up a list right now. I can think of like there's Count Belch. There's uh, right, Count Blech. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, let's see. Apple Kid, Orange Kid, uh, Mr. Purple. Yeah, those are good. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Geldegarde Monotoli. Uh, Maxwell Labs. Luke, don't give uh, it to peer pressure. I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear one that is better than Round Pig Pants. Bubble Monkey. Oh, Bubble Monkey's pretty good. <sighs> Liar X Adjurate. Rafini. Oh. I'm looking up a little list myself. The mouse who has no name? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Everdread. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll... The Runaway Five. Thank you so much. Peer pressure. It hurts. it hurts to do. Listen, sometimes peer pressure is a good thing. Dan, how does... How does Round Tessie Pig... Tessie and pa- the Tessie Watching Club? <laughs> Dan, how does Round Pig Pants compare to My Father's Long Long Legs, a spooky piece of interactive fiction from that smart video game philosophy guy on Twitter whose name I can't remember? I don't like scary games. I'm going for Round Pig Pants. All right. Uh, Dylan. Round Pig Pants. He should be number one. Crystal. Butamaru Pants. All right. And Chelsea. Picky Minch. Buzz Buzz. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, uh, well, Frank Fly. Lardner. What was the, What was the question? Uh, it was It was Father's long, long legs versus pig pants. 
Pig pants. All right. Captain Strong. Mock pig. B H Perkle. <laughs> Mock pig moves up to ninety eight. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Wheel of Fortune for the game.com? A game which I'm just realizing all over again is right above Metal Gear Solid 2, and I'm very, very oh, steamed is? about it. Wheel of Fortune <laughs> for the game.com from Tiger Electronics. Game objectively better than Metal Gear Solid 2. That, there were, there was, I can't argue with There was something about this game, but I can't remember what. I think it was that it was for the game.com. I think it was, we went to, like, a Game.com comprehensive review website, and it was like, this is the best game on this platform. <laughs> I feel like that probably doesn't say much. <laughs> like, the last Earthbound character name, there's just a character named Enrich Flavor. <laughs> okay, that's very good. Okay, I feel better about my choice now. Anyway, uh, Chelsea, yeah, Wheel of Fortune or Pig Pants? Pig Pants. Crystal. Pig pants. Dan. In solidarity with Raiden and his butt that won't quit, I'm voting for Butamaru pants. Alright, alright. And Dylan. Pig pants. Alright. Mock pig takes it and moves up to number 88. Dylan, how does it compare to Persona 5? The stylish the stylish modern day JRPG. Sorry. The stylish modern-day JRPG that Chelsea has played since the last time we talked about it on this I'm podcast. Pig Pants does not have any shitty, like, detective characters, so I'm gonna That's, get Pig Pants. Uh, <laughs> I like that it's not even any of the sh- actually shitty things, it's just a catchy. <laughs> Dan? Hmm. Just going in terms of mascot characters, I gotta say, I like... Butamaru pants more than I like Morgana. Yeah. I know a lot of people... I know the handful of pe- I know people who like Morgana. They're weird. Uh, I'm going... A- anyways, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm voting for Butamaru pants. Alright, alright. That's two for Mock Pig. Uh, Crystal. Round Pig. Chelsea. Persona 5. <laughs> Alright, the round pig's pants take it and move up to 83. Yeah, I I think you were the only one who voted for it. Well, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't think that's good. Uh, Chelsea, how does uh, Mock Pig compare to Breakout, another arcade-style game, but this one is Breakout. You know what Breakout is, and I refuse to pretend that you don't. I think Pigmock looks very cute and delightful, but I think I could play Breakout for longer. Okay, okay. Crystal? Round pig. Alright, uh, Dan? To be honest, I'm not a big Breakout fan. I'm going for Pigmock. Dylan? Dylan? Oh shit, round pig. Sorry. Alright, yeah. Uh, Mock pig takes it and moves up to number 81. Dylan, how is it compared to Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom, the sequel to Nino Kuni, featuring the president getting de-aged and warped into another dimension where he's got to help a little boy become a king? That sounds terrible in lots of ways. Uh, <laughs> and as far as I know, there's nothing offensive in Pigmock. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Dan. 
Uh, I genuinely don't know if it's, if Nino Kuni is a very good game or a very bad game, and at this point, I don't feel it's worth trying to figure it out. I'm going with Pigmock. All right, Crystal. Pigmock. And Chelsea. Uh, uh, probably pig game. Yeah. All right, Chelsea, uh, Pigmock has one last game to go up against. How's it compared to Triforce Heroes? We just talked about it a minute ago. Um, Triforce Heroes. All right, Crystal. Triforce Heroes. Dylan. Pigmock. Man, Dan. Triforce Heroes. It's got really cute outfits, from what I remember. Dang, all right. Triforce Heroes takes it, in which case Pigmock is placed at number 81... Directly above Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, directly below Triforce Heroes. Congratulations to Pigmock for also cracking the top 100. Uh, Burger Time, no longer a top 100 game, and I am sweating over what's at number 100 right now. <laughs> it's Metal Gear Solid 2. There was enough of an indignity when you people kicked it out of the top 10. Peer review is coming up. Yeah, I was going to say, how low does it have to go before you peer review it? I'm I'm thinking about it already. (laughs) Wait, what game are you talking about? Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, it it needs to be peer reviewed. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, that's not for today. I will stand behind you. Today we're talking about Asphalt for the Amstrad CPC. This was made by Ubisoft in 1987. In the world of asphalt, roads and highways have become a playground for violent criminals. Only heavily armed vehicles dare travel between cities. It is your job as a truck driver to deliver your cargo despite all dangers. Asphalt is a top-down shooter. You don't have to worry about driving. The road is as straight as it can be. All you have to do is shoot your opponents before they have a chance to do too much damage to your vehicle. You have a machine gun turret with unlimited ammunition, a flamethrower, and some mines, as well as a damage display to see what part of the truck needs to be protected. The difficulty is rather progressive, each new level bringing new, better armed opponents, requiring new tactics to defeat them without damaging your vehicle too much. You can also grab some bonuses like extra ammo, instant repair, or bonus points. This sounds like it's just Spy Hunter. Is this just Spy Hunter? I think this is just rotated Spy Hunter. Yeah, it is Spy Hunter. Yeah, Yeah, but you look like Judge Dredd from the Stallone movie, and it looks like you're driving Optimus Prime. Yeah, you are just driving a big uh, semi-truck that is colored like Optimus Prime. That is true and pretty alright. I like the idea of being a battle trucker, but the game itself doesn't look very good in my opinion. Yeah, I also like the idea of being a battle trucker. I'm not sure if this follows through on that fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's not that much to say about it. It's an arc- it's, it's Spy Hunter clone, what do you want? Well, it's, it's a worse one, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Certainly no uh, Butamaru pants. Mm-hmm. No, no. God, no. Let's figure out where it belongs in this list, though. It's starting at number 321. Uh, Dylan, how does it compare to You Don't Know Jack, Volume 3, the famous computer trivia game that introduced the world to Cookie Masterson? I don't like Cookie that much. 
its asphalt looks bad. Uh, and it's Ubisoft. Okay, okay. So that's points in uh, towards You Don't Know Jack, Volume 3. Yeah. You know, I think... All right. I think Dan, how about you? that uh, Asphalt could get a bit of traction just through novelty, but I think you don't know... I've never played You Don't Know Jack Volume 3, but I imagine it's... A, as terms of actual quality, it's better than this. Okay. So, You Don't Know, you don't know Jack. All right. Crystal. You Don't Know Jack. All right. And Chelsea. Uh, you Don't Know Jack. All right, you don't know. Jack takes it, and asphalt moves down to number four hundred and seventy-nine. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to the Price Is Right decades? A Price Is Right game where you can dress up the studio to look like different decades of Price Is Right. Um, Price Is Right. All right, Crystal. The Price Is Right decades. Uh, Dylan. Uh, yeah, Price Is Right. All right, and Dan. Asphalt. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. But uh, Asphalt continues to drop to number 559. Dan, how does it compare to City Racer, a.k.a. Downtown Run, an extraordinarily generic racing game for the Nintendo GameCube? Also by Ubisoft. Oh, shit. This is actually a really good comparison. (laughs) Yeah, I'm giving it to Asphalt. All right, Dylan. Both being by Ubisoft is not. Uh, I guess I'd be more likely to play City Racer. All right, all right. That's one for each. Crystal. City Racer does look better. Asphalt just seems really slow. Okay, okay. Uh, Chelsea. Um, City Racer. All right, City Racer takes it, and Asphalt moves down to number five ninety-eight. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Man Enough? Oh, boy. This is a an FMV dating game where if you do it right, you get some, like, PG-13 saucy pics of ladies. Is it me? Yeah. Uh, Man Enough. All right, Crystal. Man Enough. That's two for Man Enough. Dylan? Before I answer, Luke is guy game on the uh, listener suggestions. I'll add it. I think it'll be a fun bottom ten. That one, that mm. yeah. What's up, Crystal? Now, if I remember correctly, the guy game was pulled from sale because one of the models was underage. Oh. I'm deleting it from the suggestions. Uh, no, delete that. Jesus Christ. Whew. Uh, no, anyway, I, man I, enough for uh, asphalt. Not. Bad, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Dan. Is is man enough like an adventure game or is it just a regular game with FMV cutscenes? I think it's like a dating game. Yeah, it's 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 like a dating sim with like FMV and it's just like you picking multiple choice questions and if you get them right, the girl will do a quote unquote sexy video for you. That at least sounds like it could be funny to, like, watch on a stream. I'm going to go with Man Enough. All right, Man Enough takes it. And that means that Asphalt moves down to number 618. Dang, getting down here. 
Uh, Dan, how does it compare to ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man? A dungeon crawler styled after a tokusatsu uh, that we were all kind of high on until we found screenshots of some shitty transphobic jokes in it and then we just mm. fucking nuked it. Asphalt isn't transphobic, so I'm going with that. Yeah. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Asphalt, I guess. That's two for Asphalt. Crystal. Asphalt looks so boring, though. <laughs> ZHP at least has pixel art. I'll vote for ZHP. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I'll change that's my fair. vote to ZHP. Uh, okay, Chris, uh, Chelsea. Uh, what's what's the votes? Uh, it is two for ZHP, one for Asphalt. Uh, Asphalt. <laughs> that ties it. Uh, yeah. I... I guess ZHP fucking I I did have the thought in through my head like we just talked about Persona Five up in the top one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did just yeah. talk about Persona Five, a, a game with uh, some very homophobic jokes in it. The you remember that uh, carefully massaged PR campaign about how the new oh my god the new okay Chelsea gonna make it less homophobic. Yeah, okay, I talked. I told you, Chelsea, about how they, they were redoing the audio for Persona 5 Royal to make it less homophobic. Yeah. Did you see they, like, people have been, they found out what the change is? No. They changed it so that instead of those being two uh, gay men who try to proposition Ryuji, instead they are two drag queens who want to kidnap Ryuji and force him to do drag with them. That's better? No. <laughs> I No, I know it's not. Like, I'm questioning the choices. No, like, how is that better? It's not. It's not how even is that supposed slightly. To be better? What is wrong with them? What the fuck, Atlas? Please. Please fix your shit. I'm begging Here's my you. hot take on Atlas remakes. Yeah. The things they add in the remake versions always make the game worse. I agree with you for that for Persona 4. I have I never played vanilla Persona 3, so I don't really even know what stuff was added. I don't think you could social link with Aegis in Persona 3 vanilla, so that one might actually be okay. A lot of the royal stuff seems kind of neat. I don't know. They're cleaning up the localization, so that's something. But then they're doing that shit. I don't know. Listen, Persona's messy. Well, here's here's what I don't like. Why, why is it a $60 game and not a DLC? That you're complete. Yes, no. It should be at most like 20 bucks. It could be 40 bucks, like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God. Don't remind me about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> don't remind you. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ZHP wins, and Asphalt is moving down to number 628. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Call of Duty Advanced Warfare? It's Call of Duty, and it's a pretty cool game, but it stars Kevin Spacey, noted rapist. We still on Asphalt? Yeah. Uh, uh, truck game. Alright. Uh, you just said its name. Yeah, I'm not very good at saying that word. That's fine. Uh, uh, Crystal? Did did we place this after the Kevin Spacey stuff came out? I think... I, uh, we, maybe we peer-reviewed it? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, episode 95. So yeah, I'm a little uh-huh. bit after. 
Uh, asphalt looks so boring, though. <laughs> like, it doesn't even look fast. It's like the background barely moves at all, and your shitty gun on the truck is, like, firing at one bullet per year. Call of Duty. Yeah. All right, that's one for each, Dylan. Um, this is an anti-Sophie's choice. I want to kill them both. <laughs> you wish you could kill them both. Um, it's it's a Charlie problem, except you want to kill, except both except people I'm suck. Charlie problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Call of Duty, I guess. That's two for Call of Duty. Damn. Mm, we can't multi-track drifting this shit, so... I'm gonna go with, uh... Asphalt. I don't know. It, All right. it, I Listen, I've never liked Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. That ties it. I guess I'll give it to Call of Duty. I... Whatever. <laughs> that moves Asphalt down to number 633... Dan, how's it compared to Accordion Hero, a Flash game uh, where all of the other holiday mascots get together to save Christmas when Santa can't do Christmas, uh, and they do Christmas songs on the or no, do they do Christmas songs on Accordion or was it they do their holiday songs? I think they accordion. do other songs. Yeah, they, for their holidays. And it's it's no no, it has to be Christmas because there's no other holiday songs. What am I saying? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, what's the fucking Easter song? Uh, Probably some, like, nun stuff. Yeah, know. some hymnals, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, and it's like a Guitar Hero knockoff, but it's a shitty Flash game, so the button presses don't sync up to the music very good. Uh, I think both of these games, their greatest appeal is novelty. And as far as novelty goes, I think I like uh, Accordion Hero's novelty more. Alright, Dylan. Yeah, I agree. I prefer Accordion. Okay, uh, Crystal. I'll vote for Asphalt on this one because the button press, the button timings being way off from the music really bothered me. Yeah, uh, Chelsea. Truck. All right, that ties it. Yeah, I'll go Asphalt. Look, Accordion Hero doesn't I'd... cost anyone money if they wanted to play it, though. Well, neither does Asphalt yeah, these but days. Someone paid money for that. Hmm. I don't have any proof of that. Dylan, how... Or no, Chelsea, how does Asphalt compare to Tommy's Air Shark? One of Tommy's toys. Uh, you gotta manipulate a little helicopter around a screen. It's not even a helicopter. It's just kind of an abstract shape. There's like spades flying through the air. You gotta either avoid or touch. It doesn't matter. Tommy toy. Alright, Crystal. Tommy's toys. Dylan. Yeah, Tommy's hair shark. Alright. And Dan. Tomathan Toys' Aeris Sharkus. Alright. Uh, Asphalt moves down to number 631 for, I believe, one last round. <laughs> Dan, how does it compare to Megamind, the Blue Defender, the PSP and Nintendo DS game based on the hit film Megamind starring Will Ferrell? Uh, hmm. I've. The first time I ever was on Let's Place, I, Maxie was there, and she said Mega Mind was robbed. I'm gonna 
give it to Megamind. All right, Dylan. THQ is a worse company than Ubisoft, so I'll give it to uh, Asphalt. Okay. THQ Crystal. doesn't exist anymore. That's why they it's were just... a worse company. <laughs> I don't know about that. I... Has THQ uh, Crystal? Nordic made the step to just call themselves THQ yet? I feel like that's due. No, I think they're still THQ Nordic. Um, Mega Minds. Okay. All right, Chelsea. Um, Me Mega Mind. All right, Mega Mind takes it. Uh, in which case, we actually have to do one more game with Asphalt, and then we're finally free of this dumb thing. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Under Zero, an allegedly scary game that's really just a Unity asset flip on Steam? Uh, was it? Or wait, no, this is a different one than what I was thinking of. Fucking, what is this thing? Uh, the plot's about drama of life, relations of couple are in breaking point, husband can't support his family and gives the most of his time to his work. After another scandal, he goes to the long expedition on Lost Island. Natasha goes in search of her husband, but her ship has been in distress. Dylan uh, <laughs> starts here. Uh, right. Um, truck. Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> the drama of life. You. Wait, am I next? Hang on. Or, or Crystal, are you. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Okay, I just wasn't sure if you were done talking or who's next or what. Is Luke here? Yeah, I can't hear Luke on the Skype call either. Crystal, how do you vote? Under Zero versus Asphalt. I'm going to vote for Under Zero because it is the drama of life. Great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan? Uh, I'm gonna go with Asphalt based off what Moby Games has decided is the most important image from Under Zero. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan? Uh, I'm gonna go with Under Zero because your reading of that bizarre description, uh, it was more entertaining than I think Asphalt would have ever been. Alright, okay. Chelsea, you voted for Asphalt? Um, yes. Okay, that's a tie then. Wait, I'll, what? Wh what was it again? Under Zero. Yeah, yeah, truck game. Alright. Eh, fuck it, Under Zero, why not? Uh, which means that Asphalt is placed at number 633, way on down there, above Accordion Hero, below Under Zero. It's under Under Zero, guys. Hmm. Dang. That means that it is a bottom 10 game. I believe that means that... 8, 9, 10... Yeah, Medal of Honor Warfighter. No longer a bottom 10 game. <laughs> the War Crimes game. It's not a War Crime game. It did not do War Crimes. No one died because of it. It's a treason game. Those are very different. I don't know. Treason sounds cool and good. Y yeah, that's also the thing. Well, it's no longer in the bottom 10. So there you go. Yay. <laughs> Alright, we've got just one last game to talk about here. We have, of course, got to discuss the longest five minutes. I posted a, a video in the Skype chat. Okay, alright. I'm looking at the video you've posted. What is this a video of? 
Oh, this is for the five minutes. Oh, this is from a trailer for the longest five minutes. I love the way Regent looks. Okay, what's Regent? The Demon King. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this... I see him now. That's cool. Is this part of the Half Minute Hero series? Possibly. I've heard about uh, this. This is supposed to be really good. All right. Our heroes face the origin of all evil, the overlord himself, but suddenly loses all memories of his adventure. His finishing moves, the name of his hometown, and even the reason he's trying to defeat the overlord in the first place, all gone. Our hero feels as though he's letting his allies down. In the midst of battle, his allies' words and the overlord's taunting triggers flashbacks, bringing his memories back piece by piece. Our hero tries to regain his priceless memories before it's too late, but the Overlord stands before him, his power unyielding. What can happen in the longest five minutes? Key features. Who am I? Relive your memories and journey with your friends through a nostalgic RPG world. Re-experience your past. Remember your signature move? Know you this, know that spell? Flashback has a unique power. Re-experience. Gain re-experience points the more memories you visit. Now face the Demon King. Let's take a break. Choose from three minigames, Super Chain Reaction, Haunted Run, or Slot Machine to get more re-experience points. Alright, so, yeah, y'all have heard of this? I haven't, but it looks really fun. It looks cool as okay. hell, I'm buying it right now. Yeah, oh, I like wow. the, uh, the enemy design, it feels kind of mother-y. <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. scrubbing through a little bit. Yeah, I can, I can sort of see what you're talking about. This yeah, this this has a look to it. I don't I don't dislike this. I probably saw this on like an indie showcase at some point. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I thought me. it looked neat. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, okay, I see the mother influence you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Oh, I like the waiter who has like a wine cask for a head and he's got like a glass of wine. That's good. <laughs> Alright, this game seems like it might be pretty fucking cool. Let's figure <laughs> out just how pretty fucking cool it is, though. It's starting at number 317. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to... Gumboy Crazy Adventure. It's like a indie platformer. You're a weird little ball made of gum, I guess. I don't know. Five minutes. Alright. Crystal. Five minutes. Dylan. Five minutes, it is now purchased. And Dan. Five minutes. I wish I could buy this. I don't own a Switch. All right. It's also on uh, PC. Oh, shit. Then I guess I, <laughs> I, I should get it. Great. Uh, that moves the longest five minutes up to 158. Uh, it's also on PS Vita. <laughs> I don't have that. Dan, um, how does it compare to... Does anybody have I don't. I don't. Wait, what does it compare to? How does it compare to the Lego Movie video game? The Lego game based on the Lego Movie. Hmm. I gotta say, I'm giving it the longest five minutes. Alright, Dylan. It's downloading. I will start that as soon as Let's Place is done. I pick longest five minutes. Alright, Crystal. Five minutes. And Chelsea. The problem with... The Lego movie game is that it's probably not a typical Lego game. Oh, I would assume it is. Yeah, I think it, doesn't it is. Look like it is. Huh. Oh. Like just from the screenshots, it it doesn't really look like it's a typical like Lego game. I don't know. I guess maybe. Sure. I think it is. 
I'm looking I mean, at these I'm not screenshots seeing, now. I'm not, and from the screenshots, I'm not seeing anywhere where you're collecting studs. Or any other collectibles. Uh, not sure. I have this on Steam, but I've never played it. It's 9 o'clock, otherwise I'd call my little cousin and get you an answer. <laughs> five How do you minutes. vote, Chelsea? Five minutes? All right. Five, the longest five minutes is moving up to number 78. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Power Pro Coon Pocket 3? Uh, weirdly feels like a game it belongs up against. Uh, this is a Game Boy Advance baseball game where you're an up-and-coming star high school baseball player who dies and has his soul put into a robot. Baseball. All right. Crystal. Oh... The longest five minutes. That's one for each. Dylan. Five minutes. All right. And Dan. Uh, so is this a baseball game, a visual novel? Uh, it is a baseball game with some social sim elements. I'm going to go for the longest five minutes. I, I'm not really a sports game guy. All right. Longest five minutes takes it. Uh, by the way, that now means longest five minutes officially better than Earthbound. Damn. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Dan, how does it compare to Golf Adventure Galaxy, an interstellar mini-golf game where I think there's like a hell level? It's a whole thing. There's like a whole narrative where you're playing mini-golf through space. Hmm. I'm going to give it to golf. I I know what I just said about sports games, but that does not include golf. Uh, in fact, I would say that video games are the... After the revolution, the only legitimate forms of golf will be mini-golf and uh, golf games. All right. Uh, Dylan. I'm heartbroken that it's above Pigmock. I just need to say that right away. And then yeah. go for five minutes again. Okay, that's one for each. Crystal. Golf Adventure Galaxy. <laughs> Chelsea. Five minutes. Uh, that ties it. I'm going to go for five minutes. Uh, which keeps pushing it upward to number 20. <laughs> well, it's already better than number three. Damn. But, Chelsea, is it better... It's already better than Earthbound, rather, but, Chelsea, is it better than Mother 3? It is <laughs> not. Mother Earthbound. 3. Mm -mm. All right. This is my vote. Crystal. Mother 3. That's two for Mother 3. Dylan. Yeah, Mother 3. <laughs> Damn. Mother 3, it's it's no contest. Alright, uh, that means that the longest five minutes moves down to number 30. Dan, how does it compare to Tokyo Jungle, the side-scrolling apocalyptic Tokyo game where you're a little Pomeranian that has to explore a city full of wild animals all on your lonesome? Wait, aren't there like a bunch of different animals you can play as? Eventually, yeah, you unlock other animals to play as. I'm giving it to Tokyo Jungle, I... I think it's interesting. I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dylan. I'm sticking with five minutes. I'm really sold on this concept. I think it's very neat. That's one for each. Crystal. Um, Tokyo Jungle. All right. And Chelsea. Tokyo Jungle. All right. Tokyo Jungle takes it. And lo longest five minutes moves down to 35. Chelsea, how does it compare to Halo 2? The legendary first-person shooter that continued the adventures of Master Chief introduced us to the 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 Keith David guy, the Arbiter. That's his name. Uh, I think didn't it introduce like matchmaking or some shit, Crystal. 
Halo 2? Yeah. Yeah, it invented matchmaking. Invented matchmaking. That's it what it did. Invented it? Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Chelsea, how do you vote? Um, Halo. All right. Uh, Crystal. Halo 2. Dylan. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. It invented matchmaking. Halo 2. All right, and Dan. Halo 2. All right. Uh, longest five minutes moves down to number 37. Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Brain Age? Train your brain in minutes a day. The cult hit Nintendo DS game where you, you work out the plasticity of your dang frontal lobe. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, last longest five minutes. All right. Dylan. Yeah, longest five minutes. Crystal. Longest five minutes. And Chelsea. Five minutes. All right. One last game. Chelsea, how does the longest five minutes compare to number 36, The Shiva, a point-and-click adventure about a rabbi trying to un- like figure out a mystery during a funeral? Uh, Shiva. Crystal. The Shiva. Uh, Dan. Shiva. And Dylan. I'll throw a pity vote to five minutes. All right. The Shiva wins, and that means that the longest five minutes is placed at number 37, directly above Brain Age, directly below the Shiva. Congratulations to the longest five minutes, a game I've never heard of before. Uh, it is now in the top 50, which means that Return of the Obra Dinn, no longer a top 50 game, and you're <laughs> solid too. No longer a top 100 game. What the fuck? <laughs> Here, we need a peer review. I need to be on there. I need to make set things right. What the fuck? I I feel like we've been flooding the river to break the dam of peer review for a while now. <laughs> Uh, we are only halfway to peer review. We could change that. We could. Arbitrarily. We could. We could. I don't well, know. We're not figuring. We're not deciding any of that right now. Let's take a look at the bottom and top ten. Our bottom ten has been shaken up for the first time in a little bit. Uh, at six hundred and thirty-one, Tommy's Air Shark. Six thirty-two, Mega Mind the Blue Defender. Six thirty-three, Under Zero. 634, Asphalt. 635, Accordion Hero. 636, Minion Pregnancy. 637, Time of Silence. 638, Lucky Charms Memory Machine. 639, Mechanica. And the worst game of all time to our knowledge, number 640, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Meanwhile, in our top 10... Which is still just a crater. What did we do? At number 10, uh, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. Number 9, Portal 2. Number 8, Emergency Call Ambulance. Wee, 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 wee. Number 7, Starcraft. Number 6, Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. Number 5, Pathologic. Number 4, Outer Wilds. Number 3, Undertale. Number two, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. And number one, the greatest game of all time to our knowledge, Barbie Horse Adventures Wild Horse Rescue. 
That'll now, check out. I the first time I was on, I was really mad about Pac-Man, and <laughs> I've turned around on that because, <laughs> I don't know, I've hung around enough shit-posting people to get, actually be entertained by how bizarre and weird Pac-Man is in that game. Yeah. Uh, that's all I really need to say. Uh, all right. I don't have any thoughts on Barbie's Horse Adventures. I just assume people picked it because it was funny. Uh, a whole crowd of people picked it because it was funny. Well, here's what I'll say about Barbie Horse Adventures. I was not involved in that vote. Yeah. Did but you that, listen that back game... to the episode? No. Great. <laughs> but that that game was like the butt of all the jokes about girl games. and. That was exactly so the argument I made when I introduced it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you like letting it sit at number one, at least for a little while, is yeah. a form of justice. Exactly. <laughs> you are practically quoting me from that day at PAX South. Exactly. Great minds think alike. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Look, I just miss hearing Luke say Grim Fandango and the Cookies Bustle. Those were my favorite parts of the episode, and I don't Listen, get them anymore. I don't get to say Resident Evil 4 anymore, so, uh, you know... We all have to make sacrifices. A game that's objectively worse than Tales of Symphonia 2. That's true. Dylan, do you want to plug anything? I don't. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for continuing to have me on despite other things. Great. Uh, Dan, how about you? Okay, I got a couple things I need to plug. Uh, first off, uh, well, let's let's leave out the social stuff. Uh, let's just get to the important things. Uh, I do a... Twitter called at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Xbox. I do a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast called Pod of Greed. That's P-O-D of Greed. Uh, we're going we're speed running season four. We're trying to get through it as much as possible because Elliot and Sarah hate that season. Uh, wait, I uh I have a co-dash fee where you can commission art for me. I would really appreciate it, I, especially in how financially difficult things are about to get for me. And also, you can... I, I'm planning on starting a Sonic podcast called The Sonic Shuffle, which is a holistic Sonic lore podcast that sort of just randomly decides each continuity... Uh, what continuity to discuss each week. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Crystal, what would you like to plug? Uh, you should wash your hands long enough yes. to sing the alphabet song two times. Get get under the fingernails and between the fingers and do that before and after eating any food. Yeah, and also stay home. Like, don't go places unless you have to. Yeah, already ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, that's the real truth. I haven't had to change my lifestyle that much since the self-quarantine stuff started. Uh, Chelsea, you want to plug anything? Uh, you can follow me at Nitzfestivus on Twitter, and you can go to the Audio Entropy Twitter to find a link to the Audio Entropy Discord and join the Discord where you can be on the show and also talk to other people who like the show and other shows from Audio Entropy. All true. All true. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. 
Uh, you can find this show on AudioEntropy.com alongside a whole bunch of other great shows, such as uh, Teenagers with Attitude, a show about Power Rangers, Strangers Fiction, an actual play RPG podcast. Uh, I don't think... Crystal, you do Boss Show and Tell, right? Are you the one who does it with Eric? No. Why did I think you were? I don't know. Well, I don't think it's... Fabby. Is it Fabby? Shit, how did I get that mixed up? Anyway, don't think that show is currently updating because I don't think Sumo Season is in right now. I don't know, though. Uh, I do other shows, such as Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a podcast all about veggie tales. It's better than you might think, I think. Uh, Dan's been on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting ready to start Life is a Reprise Way, a podcast about the Cars media franchise. Hell yeah. That uh, The first episode of that is recording tomorrow from when we're recording this. It'll probably already be out. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I'm starting other things, but I don't want to announce them yet. That's it for now. Uh, if you like this show for some reason, go to iTunes. Subscribe to it. That'd be real nice of you. If you really, really like it, go back to AudioEntropy.com. Click that motherfucking donut button. Give us some money to buy donuts. Wait, did I say the URL of my code-fee? fee? I'm really sorry. Hit it. Uh, it's code-fee.com slash Mike Dawson with a zero. Uh, yeah, that's it. Great. Give us uh, your your website hosting donuts. Yes, give us your website hosting donuts, please. I think that's gonna just about do it for us this time. Uh, Dan, give us a sign-off. Hmm. The longest five minutes were the technical difficulties we had. All right, Dylan. I'm happy because I don't think I pissed anyone off this episode. <laughs> Crystal. Bazinga. Chelsea. There are mediocre diseases, and there are purely evil diseases. I kind of have an inner ear itch, and it's annoying me. We'll see you next time on Let's Place. I thought I told.